Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yo, 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 what's going down? It's Spaced Out Sports with your host, Jay Man, giving you all future sports straight from the source. Brought to you by Esports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. Let's go, baby. Yes, sir. Today we're going to a little bit of everything. We're going to give us some MMA talk, some national talk. We had a big day for us today. You know, Rockets, Houston, everything all in general. You know how we get down. This is episode 21 of Spaced Out Sports, baby, by your host, J-Man. I appreciate y'all sticking around. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, Ski. Let's get it going. I appreciate y'all for sticking around. If you're your first-time listeners, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. If y'all... Tuning in for the uh, 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 for the second, third, or even eventual more times. I appreciate y'all for sticking around. <laughs> but you know what I mean. I've, I really appreciate all the love. This is episode twenty one. You know we're making our way. We're making a move down here. You know we're trying to make the things keep happening for Space Out Sports. You know with the IE Sports family. You know we're gonna keep doing how we do. You know and. You know, y'all know how I start off this show, man. I started off every time. I every time I started off, I do the same thing. If y'all followed this show before, y'all know I like to give out my flowers. Y'all know I love to give out my flowers. And one thing that you know, I want to you know, I want to do because I got some, I got a couple of flowers to give out. But first of all, I want to give a big shout out to my boy Ike. My boy, Big Ike Villanueva, the Hurricane, Hurricane Ike Villanueva, fights this weekend. It's his motherfucking time to bring home that BYB Extreme belt right there in the Trigon. He's going up against DJ Letterman, who's a dead man walking in my eyes. I'm going to just be dead out on the switch. He's a dead man walking in my eyes. My boy, Ike, is ready to go. You know, they call him Hurricane Ike for a reason. He's going he's gonna to hit him with everything that he don't want to get hit with. And, you know, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait. Hear about it, but it's going to be a big show. It's going to be a big fight, and I can't wait 
for for the big homie to come back and bring back that belt back to Houston, Texas. You know what I mean? He's out the big H. He's a UFC vet. He's a killer with the hands. You know what I mean? I got him getting it done in two. Like he said to himself, he's going to fill him out, touch him out, probably pepper him up a little bit. I know how you do big Ike and then hit him with that killer right hand. And once he hits with that right hand, ain't nothing, ain't nothing going to stop him once he feels that. So bring it home, big Ike. You know how you do it, big dog. And, and if anybody who wants to just support, support some, some local Houston fighters, you know, somebody that's made it to the big stage, been there and done that, you know, back on pay-per-view, like he, where he belongs, that just throws hands, is a good fighter, just all around somebody that you want to watch. When you see his name on that on that card letter, you want to tune into that fight. So you know it's bybextreme.com. If y'all want to order the pay per view, be y'all definitely got to check out my boy Big Guy. Got a four rounds fight club at a uh, Main Street Muay Thai. Y'all check him out, man. He's Houston through and through, swinging and blanging, blue collar Mexican, like he likes to say it. So y'all make sure y'all go check out my boy. He's gonna bring that belt all the way back home to Houston, Texas, like we always do. So you know I can't wait. I can't wait. We're looking forward to it. There's a fight party going down on Broadway Street here in Houston. You know, here in Houston, we like to support all of our fighters. It's like I'm getting into my other flowers. We support everything down in Houston. If you're going to ride with us, we ride with y'all. And that's something that I'll take a drink to because I'm proud of that. Cheers, y'all. That sounded funny off the rip, didn't it? <laughs> but anyways, like I said... Yes, getting on my flowers, my boy Big Ike. Yes, sir, dog. Go get that strap. Bring it back to the crib. You already know what it is. Second round, nasty right hand. Puts Letterman to sleep. He's down. Letterman is down. But let's go. I'm keeping it super biased again with the flowers. I don't try to keep it biased, but of course I get something great that happens around my area, around my city. Of course, I'm going to be the first to know, you know, so I like to go there first. I like to give around flowers to everybody, you know what I mean? Everybody got to stay. Even somebody that I don't like, like let's say like Clayton Kershaw, shout out to him, man. He's going to stay. He's going to stay a Dodger for a while. It'll be weird to see Clayton Kershaw outside of Dodger Blue, you know? So, you know, shout out, give him some short flowers for getting him his 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 his, uh, his extension and all that, but that's enough of that. <laughs> no more Dodger flowers for me. <laughs> but anyways, I want to talk about these flowers going to Big Jim Crane. Everybody's been talking about him and how cheap he is and how he doesn't he he he's gonna let good players go and and the window's not gonna last long with the way that he keeps playing uh uh the 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 contract game the free agency game the trade game everybody thinks that you know I've only really seen honestly this man make like let one player go that's a big mistake I could, I could only name one. And I wouldn't even say big mistake because it's not like he's out there winning rings. But, I mean, he did win the Cy Young, so I got to give it to Garrett Cole. Maybe that's the one that could have got away. I'll give you Charlie Morton for a couple years. I mean, he did his thing in Tampa Bay, but at the time, the older Charlie Morton didn't make as much sense. So I understand why they made that decision. But I love the quote that he said that as long as he is here, the window is always open. Man, that is music to an Astros fan's ear. Because we're worried about Breggy, Tucker, these guys that are going. Because we got Jordan on lock. And then before I get to the biggest signing of the day, you know, we got to my boy Dubon, who I'm going to touch on heavily too. But Fabrizio got here too. We are the standard. We lost in Game 7 of the ALCS, our 7th ALCS in a row. 
You know, we're looking for eight. We're not going anywhere. We are the standard of baseball. We've been the best, most successful team in the last seven or eight years in all of baseball. So we are the standard. So it's not like we have to go out there and pick out and panic and go buy all these new players and this and that, blah, blah, blah. Shout out to the Rangers. They won their thing, but they had to go buy them players. And they had to go buy Seager. They had to go buy Simeon. They had to go buy Max Scherzer. Jordan came up through our system. Farmer came up through our system. Christian came up through our system. Altuve came up through our system. Bregman came up through our system. You know, Tucker came up through our system. So it's not Chaz McCormick came up through the system. Fabricio Dubon, I can keep going. Well, actually, I'm sorry. We traded Fabricio Dubon, but he did well in the system. So this guy makes good decision moves, and you see the way it goes. You know, just do paying hater a dude that's been solid. Hopefully he stays solid, and you know, it, it, and and he goes all the way. But paying hater, paying too big, you know, paying Dubon, even those arbitration, you know, that goes to show big flowers to Jim Crane. That that is showing the city. I am not cheap. I am not nothing. The 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 Astros will be in the top five, top ten of of the payroll. If the big dogs want to play that way, let's big let's play like that. Then you know Jim Crane didn't like that game seven getting beat at home by the Rangers in the juice box. So what are you gonna do? We struggled with the bullpen. He went and got the bed. He been, he went and got the best closer we can get. And then you know we were about to worry about the second baseman contract, and we went and signed the best second baseman in Astros history. Which again, that goes right me, right turns me right into what I'm about to talk about next. Which is my guy, the man, the goat, the myth, the legend, Jose Motherfucking Altuve. Excuse my French. And today, February 7th, 2024, which is 2724, is officially Jose Altuve Day, given to him by the mayor and all the whoever does all that shit. But anyway, <laughs> excuse that. But, you know, uh, I'm going to give credit to my wife on this one. She called it Altuve Day. Oh, I like that one. I like that one off two days. She held it down with that one. That was pretty good. She came up and she made sure that I gave her her shout out for coming up with that. <laughs> but yeah, he went over the luxury tax. Of course, he's gonna. He's willing to spend, man. Come on, we see it now. And you know, he gave it to you know he gave it to Hater. You know, and and, and, and Hater's ready to play. He's already excited for this team. You can see it in his interview. Uh, two days ready to go. Dubon. I'm glad he won his arbitration. They weren't that far off, so it's not like it's not like they were. I, w- I would say the Tucker situation was a little more crucial because they were off by a couple million. But Dubon, it was only 500000 Now I understand why the Astros are doing it because they're trying to save money. You got to save money to, to, you know, to win, you got to pay. And it's true. So five hundred k meant something to them. And you know, even though for B- for Bichot, to me, he won it, man. He, he, it. it the things that are not on the stat sheet, because I'm not going to go over, you know, a batting average and all that, because, you know, he, on that, on paper, you would look at it if you go deep into the metrics. Like, oh, he's a regular player. He's not nothing. You know, it's not nothing special. Nothing you see that you wouldn't see it in another player. But well, from we saw, when a two-way went down, Dubon stepped up in every way. He went on a 21-plus game hitting streak. 21-plus game hitting streak. That's something that you normally hear out of Jose Altuve. But instead, you were hearing it out of Fabricio Dubon, who also was nominated for two Golden Gloves. For two Golden Gloves to step in and be clutch for Jose Altuve. If I, if Fabricio Dubon is up there and I need a clutch hit, I'll, I'll, I'll cheer to this now. Look, look. I keep cheering because that's just my excuse to drink, right? But, you know, he's been nominated. He's been clutch. Especially for when you got to step into the most ginormous shoes you could think of, which is Jose Altuve. 
you got you, you got to come in all the way solid when you're going to replace that man. And he did it. I'm not saying he was better. I'm not saying he was equal. I'm, but I'm just saying he held his own. Fabricio Dubon at second base held his own. I will argue with anybody that in the middle of the summer when we lost Altuve, he was one of the best second basemen in the league. I don't know. I don't know of another one that went on a 21 plus game hitting streak. I think he hit the 22, 23, but he was getting on base insanely. He was making great stops. He looked like the Gold Glover that he got nominated for. He didn't just get nominated to get nominated. He did his thing. So, Dubon has also just embraced the Astros culture, the way of Astros baseball. You know what I mean? Like he's just all the way a family guy. They got the funny meme every time Jordan hits a home run. You see Dubon doesn't even cheer. You know, that's like a little banter between them that is lovely. You know, that's 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 a bromance type thing. That's just what I like, you know. So he embraced the way of life as an Astro, and he's only going to get better. And, you know, like I said, we're the standard. So it's not like we panic, we lose a game seven, and we got to go buy all these players. No, we just got to make sure our guys bounce back. If Framber has a bounce back year, great. If Christian has a bounce back year, which I believe because they're saying, all the reports are saying that he showed up to camp straight jacked straight ready to go bodies in shape something that i guess he i wouldn't blame him took it for granted he got paid last off season so you know i'm sure he went off a little bit you know went off the rails a little but you know you can't say it and another thing when it comes to guys like bregman bregman he's gonna get an offer he said that crane said that himself that bregman will get an offer from the astros it's up to him whether he wants a test free agency or not but he will get an offer Hopefully, it's something nice that Bregman likes to see. And hopefully, you know, he sticks around and, you know, Bregman finishes the same way his career here, or at least another three, four years, because this window is not closing. As long as our two way is here, this window is not closing. But, you know, again, man, shout out to Crane, shout out to Altuve, shout out to Vaughn, you know, especially to Vaughn, man, to be one of the only Honduran players in the MLB, and now you're making it happen on one of the most hated teams you would say but we get a lot of a lot of looks our way because we're so hated but you know it's a good and a bad thing but they've embraced it all the way these guys are family just like today during our two base press conference we're about talking about his extensions which was you know the five-year extension 125 and i love how it was team friendly it's loaded up in the front he's gonna make about 50 million his first couple of years and his last years his last two years you're only gonna make 10 million that's something Altuve did on his own, looking out for the team. Because how many times do you see these players, man? Like, Albert Pujols, to me, I can't stand him because I'm an Astros fan since I was, you know, since I was a kid when we were the NL Central. But Altuve, I mean, uh, uh, Pujols got a contract with the Angels, and he was still getting paid over $20 million. He had a big old beer gut out there, almost 40 years old. Altuve wasn't trying to do that for us, so he's going to make his less money towards the tail end of his career, and which I think that's that's exceptional because he's a sexual human being. And honestly, if the, if the, if he can fulfill the whole contract, the Astros will make Altuve the richest second baseman in MLB history. He'll be making close to $300 million from the second base, and that's the highest ever in MLB history. Check the stats. Google it if you want. But... He still got to play. He, he still, you know, God willing, he stays healthy and does all that. He still got some some time to go to fulfill that. But you know, it, it, that's definitely looking in the right track. And but before I go into my first break, I got to talk about this ridiculous. I am not giving no flowers to this Hall of Fame committee. How did Andre Johnson get snuffed another year in a row? 
It's all it's either Hall of Famer bust for them, man. He should have been first ballot. He was the greatest receiver for a long time, Mr. 1500, back to back 1500 receiving seasons, like 1500 yards receiving. How was he not first battle Hall of Fame? How are him and Reggie Wayne, both from, from the U, not in the Hall of Fame right now? I'm by Reggie Wayne, sorry, you know, cool, y'all Miami U, but you're a Colt. F you. <laughs> but, you know, Andre Johnson, that's my guy. That's the GOAT. That's the greatest wide receiver to ever play, in my opinion. He had everything you wanted. You know what I mean? So for him to get snuffed the second time in a row, it does hurt. But, you know, shout out to him because we know he's going to make it. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. They're just, you know, they're being little bitches about it. Sorry, excuse me, my friends. But, you know, that's just what it is. And I just wanted to give that out there because I'm not giving flowers to the Hall of Fame committee. But let me go to my first break. When we come back, you know, we're going to jump into the Super Bowl. We're going to jump into some cool real talk. We're going to talk into some rocket talking Texans, baby. Y'all know how we do it over here at Space Style Sports. I appreciate y'all again for listening and sticking around to episode 21 of Space Style Sports with your host, J-Man, giving you all huge sports straight from the source. Brought to you by Esports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. Let's go. What is up, Carolina Nation? This is John Felipe of the Carolina Cast, of course, the podcast of, by, and for the Carolinas right here on IE Sports, your direct feed for all that is sports. And I'm reminding you to tune in Fridays at 7 p.m. Eastern for the latest in Carolina sports, whether it's the Panthers that keep on pounding, the fly natures of the Hornets, the storming hurricanes, the battle of the Blues with Duke and UNC, the fight of the Clemson Tigers, or the amazing atmosphere of any Carolina college. I'm talking App State. I'm talking ECU. I've got you covered. Once again, tune in for the Carolina cast with me, John Felipe, Fridays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all. That is sports. What's up, sports fans? You're listening to IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. I'm your favorite West Coast Wisconsinite, Bernie Bango. And if you're a cheesehead, come listen to my show, Big Cheese Sports, where we road trip around America's Dairyland, previewing, reviewing, predicting, debating, and digging into all that is Wisconsin sports at the college and pro levels. Join me on IE Sports Radio, Sundays at 1 p.m. Central Standard. Bernie out.
What's good, fight fans? It's your boy, Marcus Los Great. Here to give you what you want. Here to give you what you need. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming to you live. Straight from your mama's basement with a crispy white tea. <laughs> we are coming to you live every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Powered by IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. Yeah, yes sir, with a crispy white tea, you know what it is, you know what it is, that's what we're talking about, welcome back baby, episode 21 of Spaced Out Sports with your host, J-Man, giving you all Houston sports, straight from the source, brought to you by Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports, let's go baby, okay man, let's get into a little bit more Super Bowl talk, you know what I mean, like I ain't got... I ain't got much to say different than I did last time. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know these teams through and through. I follow my team through and through. I bleed Texans, Texans, Steel Blue, Battle Red, all that. But, excuse me, I do think this is going to be a good game, man. You know, it's going to be the Chiefs versus the Niners. You know, everybody knows that. You know, it's going to be offense versus defense. I think the Niners have the all-around better team, but I do think – Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs just somehow know how to get it done. And I'm having a hard time picking, you know, Big Fred and that defense, you know, which I will, man, Big Fred, like, the reason why I'm also going for the Niners, man, is because D'Amico came from that tree. So, like, I have a big brother, and he told me, like, man, you know, if they win it, it kind of goes to show that this program could get it done. And I completely agree. I completely 100% agree because we, we're off that tree. So we brought Bobby Slovak over here. We brought D'Amico Ryans. They were a couple plays away from being in the Super Bowl last year. So they're right back in that position with Brock Purdy. With Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant, what they call him overall. But he has a great overall team. He has great defense, you know. But he got to go against Patty Mahomes, little light-skinned caramel motherfucker against Kelsey, who's another bad white boy. Boy, Kelsey's bad, boy. So it's going to be Big Fred and that defense going up against that Chiefs offense, man, because I don't think the Chiefs are going to be all over uh, Brock Purdy. I think he has a better offensive line. I think he's going to hold up better than what the Ravens did, and especially with Lamar Jackson. I think Purdy... Lamar Jackson, let's just flat out call it, man. Shout out to my Baltimore fans, but he looked terrible on third down. So I got to take it out. I know I'll be mad. But, <laughs> but yes, sir. No, he looked terrible, man. And and I don't think Brock Purdy's going to make that, man. He's a game manager through and through. That's what I kind of see from him. You know, he, he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. You know what I mean? He doesn't make explosive, super explosive, like, Kelsey, you know, like the Patty Mahomes, you know, no look pass, no look shovel pass, or the or the no look deep pass, or hitting Kelsey right at the bottom only where he can catch it. Like we don't see that from him, but you know what we do see? We see wins. And at the end of the day, it's all about winning. And Brock Purdy has his team 
in the Super Bowl for a reason. Just the same way Pat Mahomes got his team in the Super Bowl, so did so did the Niners. So we can't knock them. We can't knock them for not putting up the numbers that the Chiefs do offensively or that Patty Mahomes does offensively and all that. But what can we knock them for? They're in the same spot. They're in the same position. They're both in there to win the whole ship. It doesn't matter. Regular season records don't matter. What you've done the postseason don't matter. Nothing matters. It's one game. It's one game for all the marbles. Either do or die. And they're both in the same position. And it's basically even money. I know the Chiefs are now favored a little bit more. The Niners opened up a big favorite because I guess how bad the Chiefs look on offense against the Ravens. But the Niners just, you know, I just hope that they don't get behind because I do not see Purdy coming back from like a 10 to ten to 14 point lead against the Pat Mahomes. I think, I think the Chiefs are well enough equipped, well experienced, well coached to be able to to hold a lead of that size, especially over a quarterback who's not known to just sling it all over the field, if that makes sense to y'all. So I do think, you know, it's going to be a close game. Some people see a blowout for the Chiefs. They say they're going to get an early lead and it's going to be all Chiefs after that, which can possibly and totally 100% can happen. Or it could be the Niners figuring out, just like the Ravens did. The Ravens figured out the Chiefs. Don't get me wrong. They didn't score in the second half. So don't get it twisted. It's not like it's not like the Chiefs' offensive before. They did all their damage in the first half. The Baltimore made adjustments. It was the Baltimore offense that couldn't keep up. So if the Niners come with that big defense like they're known for, they can make this. They can make this. They can make this game, man. You know, they can make this a game, and I do believe that Brock Purdy is good enough to stay with little light skinned Pat Mahomes. You know, but I just don't want him to play from behind. If he plays from behind, it's going to be a struggle because the Chiefs are known how to hold a lead. Checking in. All right, my boy, Big Ivan G. Let's go, y'all. Check him out. Ivan G. 08, I believe, on Instagram. You know, big diehard with me. You know, been knowing him since we was, I forgot what I said last time. You know, since we was kids. Ninth grade, ninth grade, baby. You know, yeah, he knows me, man. I've been rock. I've been wearing the same sports t-shirt since I was in ninth grade. If you can ask anybody, you can ask him or my brother-in-law, Brian. Everybody knows. <laughs> but right now, yeah, we're talking about the Niners. I mean, let me know what you think, what your, uh, what your, what, what your last, uh, um, what your score prediction is. I think me, like, I don't know if you caught up. I want to go with the Niners. I got him 27 to 21. I think it's going to be close. I think Fred, I think Big Fred over there and that defense, they figure something out, man. The Chiefs got figured out earlier earlier in the season. I mean, earlier in the season. <laughs> in the AFC Championship game, they got figured out. And it didn't look great for them, you know? They look, it looked a little tough for them boys. And, and on the second half, and I believe that, you know, Kyle Shanahan, man, that boy is due for one. We was live at five. I remember to this day when the Super Bowl was here, when that, when the, when the Patriots came back on Atlanta and Kyle Shanahan was, was, uh, the offensive coordinator there. So who? Cheers, y'all. So he didn't win through it before, so he's due for one, man. He's due for one. Kyle Shanahan was offensive coordinator for the Texans, so for a good little while. So I'm pulling for him, and I'm gonna go 27-21, uh, 49ers. That's what that's what I'm gonna rock with. I'm gonna stamp that. I could be wrong. I could be right, but that's definitely that's definitely definitely what I'm gonna stamp. But 
you know, moving along on now. Moving right on along, baby. Let's go. Episode 21, Spaced Out Sports. I'm glad y'all sticking with me. My boy Ivan, I know he's a regular. You know what I mean? A bit. My boy said, hard to bet against Mahone, but like you said, the Niners defense will be the factor. You know what? I didn't even bring this up, brother. I'm glad you just said that. Let me go back to my note because I didn't even bring this up. I'm glad you said that, bro. You know what this reminds me of, yo? This... Specific Super Bowl reminds me of another very specific Super Bowl. I'm messing up the air right now because y'all know y'all boy be spaced out. But when it was the Colts versus the Bears, it was Peyton Manning versus Brian Urlacher. It was the offensive guru versus the defensive guru. The great quarterback on offense and the great middle linebacker who's the defensive quarterback. And this game reminds me of that. But I do think that Brock Purdy is a lot better than Rex Grossman. <laughs> that's who was that was that's who was the quarterback for the Bears at that time. So you know they had a big battle to climb. If you want to put Rex Grossman up against Peyton Manning, and the only reason I can talk shit about Rex Grossman because he played for the Texans. So yeah, I've seen it live and I've seen it in person. But yeah, this this Super Bowl. Rex could keep exactly. Thank you. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. This Super Bowl specifically reminds me of that Super Bowl. Where it was the Colts versus the Bears. It was offense versus defense. Who's going to be smarter on each side? And it was a good game. It was a great game coming through all the way through, man. It was a good game. And at the end of the day, the offense did pull out the win. But I think this time, Brock Purdy is way better than Rex Grossman. I've seen the man play live. Seen him in person. I think Purdy's way better, so I do going to give the Niners 27-21 final predictions. You can stamp that by J-Man, but yeah. Yeah, we watched it on Yilico. You remember that? Let's go. We got You know what? So you know how we've been doing. We've been doing this for years, dog. We ain't new to this. We true to this, baby. Let's go. You already know what it is, man. But yes, sir. That's what I wanted to get to on that part. That's that's what it reminds me of big time. But now let's move over to some b-ball time, baby. Some basketball your forte, Ivan, your forte. But I'm going college first. You know what? My number five Cougs, man, you know, you know, like like I said, I want them to be battle tested, right? Going into March. You want your guys to be all the way tested in every aspect of the game. From being from behind, which is my favorite number. <laughs> from being ahead with a big lead, from losing a lead. To coming back from a lead, you know, down by a big lead, they got to be tested in every way coming into March, right? March Madness is one and done. So you have to be ready for every aspect of basketball. Being down by 10, being up by 10, coming back by 10, or losing a 10-point lead. All of that has to factor in. You know what I mean? So it was a, they're ranked number five right now. It was a close game versus Texas, which was shout out to Texas because Texas is not no rollover, man. You know, I think they just got some pieces they got to put together. You know, I, I think I like the coaching. I like the recruiting that they're doing, you know, but. The Cougs right now with Kevin Sampson, they're just they're, they're just gonna make it happen right now, you know. And it was a close game versus Texas, though, man. We won seventy six to seventy two. It was a good win, but it was an overtime win, you know. And Sheed, you know, he had twenty he he, he had twenty five points, twenty three points, sorry. But we did have uh, you know four starters over twelve points, you know. That that le- that leads to a big game, you know what I mean? That that's gonna get you a win when four out of your five starters are over twelve points and one is over twenty two, you know. So I expect that it to be a win. But that led up to a big, very, very, very big 12 matchup 
Huh? Big, big, big 12 matchup. Oh, y'all see how I mix that in? Check that out. <laughs> Against Kansas, who at the time was ranked number eight. You know what I mean? And we went in there, you know, the. Texas, you know, it, it, it. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. It was good defense, you know, from from start to bottom. You know, we bleed defense through Coach Sampson. You know, they they were down to Kansas 23-11 in the first half, and we cannot do that. We cannot do that against a, a team like Kansas. You know what I mean? Like that, That's not Cougar basketball. That's not Cougar basketball at the end of the day. that We have to, we, we are built off of defense. And we got Sheed who can ball. He can ball out. But if, but if guys like him do not show up, we're not going to win the game. And because of that, because of the, uh, the offensive struggles that we do have, we rely a lot on the defense. Like I said, you know, in that fast start by Kansas – Kind of put us down a little bit, and of course we were we we went to Kansas. You know, shout out to them. They went to the Jayhawks. You know, they they, they went to Kansas to play that game. It was no fear in the Cougars' heart, and they stayed in it all the way through. We just got down, and we just got down, and we couldn't come back. That's not Cougar basketball. We're not we're not known to give up early leads by that. This is what's crazy to me is that you know, being a top five defense. The this was the most points that were scored on the Cougars all season, and it was only seventy eight. It was only seventy eight that was scored on them by all season. You know, it was a tough loss. It was a tough loss because that was a team that was number eight. It's Big Twelve. You know, like we're right on each other. You know, I mean, we're we're standing on the top of the Big Twelve. We're right on each other. That's a team that has no that has that has history. That has team that has championships. They're a known winning. They're they're known for winning. They're known for everything that they do down there. They put out multiple number one picks, multiple first round picks. They've had great players up and down, final four appearances, elite eight appearances all the time. So the Jayhawks are always going to be a hard team to put out, especially when you go to Kansas. But, you know, that was a tough loss. It was a tough loss. It was a good test. You know what I mean? And offensively, honestly, 65 points is just terrible. You know, you know, we we got to get better at that before March Madness because we can't go into March Madness scoring sixty five points. We ain't gonna beat nothing. And in those sixty five points, you know, there were some very bad shots. Man, Sheed went cold. He only had seven points. Man, and you know, it, it, it's he he's the team leader on this. You know, and and against big 
big teams and big games like that, you expect those to be dubs and those to keep us in the top in the top of the race that we want to be at. But you know, after that, we played. You know, we played the Cowboys, the Oklahoma State Cowboys. You know, OK State, another team I don't like. You know, I, I mean, I don't hate as much as the Sooners, but you know, I don't want to use the word hate on OK State, but I do hate the Sooners. <laughs> but it was a good bounce back game. You know, she went off. He hit twenty three. And you know it was a, it, it was a it was a te- it was a team effort game that we had to win. We just had to go off all the way through. You know we we couldn't take a loss two two losses like that at coming in to trying to win the Big Twelve, especially going to March Madness. That would have been a killer. That would have been a killer for the Cougs right now. Right now the Cougs are now getting tested by anything that they want. And going into March Madness, I believe that they're going to know what it feels like to, like I said, every scenario, be up by a big lead or be down by a big lead. Give up a big lead or come back from a big lead. It all is going to come down to everything. I feel like they faced every scenario this season, and we still got all of February to play. But I feel like these guys have seen it all, been it all, and I think they're due for one. I think we're going to go for, you know, uh, we're going to go for a deep run on these boys. And I, I do feel it just seeing it coming out. And let me see, my boy, that wasn't a bad loss because, like you said, only gave up 78 points. So we know we fit against a big-name team. Exactly my point. 78 points. 65 was the problem. 78 is great. 78 is great. You held a team at 78 points. You're doing great. You expect to win that game. The only thing is, is when your defense is not catching up to the offense, that's what hurt us. The 65 points, that's just bad on our side. We got to score more than that, especially if we're ranked number four, number five in, in, in the country. So we can't do that. We, we we can't do that to just score, you know, 75, 65 points like that and expect to win a game. Because we basically would have to hold them to 64 or 60 points. That is like exceptional defense. Like that, That's hard to do in any way, in any shape possible, on any type of field. In, ba- in basketball, that's not high school. Once you pass high school, holding scoring 65, you're probably going to lose that game. You know what I mean? But that's something that I did want to touch on with the Cougs. I like that. Kelvin Sampson, they asked him that ridiculous question. Dude, he got into it with the ref, which was a bullshit call. Yeah, I said it was a bullshit call. And, you know, Kelvin Sampson got ejected. You know, we did win the game against OK State. We did win the game. But he got ejected. And, dude, this journalist, I swear, if, if God willing, I do ever get to be in the room with these players so I can interview them and just keep going with IA Sports Radio. It's heading in the right direction. I appreciate you, Larry B. I'm... I'm not going to tell you how much I made. It's not much. But, you know, I mean, I'm making I'm making something just off of nothing, man. I used to do this for fun like nothing. You can ask my boy Ivan. We should do this. We should do this for fun, man. So for me to make just whatever I can make just off of talking about my teams, I'm greatly appreciative. But, yeah, man, how is some? I would never ask a coach no dumbass question like that. Exactly, bro. Don't ask me no silly questions, man. Come on, man. This dude already is going to get fined for getting into the dude's face. He's already catched that fine. So when you're going to ask him, what do you think about it? He told him nothing. I have no thoughts about it. But what I think about it, you're not finna cost me. You're not finna cost me another twenty five thousand. How much you gonna put it on it? You know what I mean. So guys like that, man, they don't. They, uh, to me, I don't know. I just don't feel like they deserve the mic, man. I feel like there's so many better hardcore fans that are gonna ask the right questions and not trying to get no clickbait and not trying to get a big uh, a bunch of clicks just to just, just to get you a little more revenue, man. Keep it real. Keep it true to yourself and don't ask dumbass questions like that. The man already's in the fine. He won the game. He 
He's passionate about his team, and you want to ask him about something that can get him another fine again. Come on, we can do better than that. We can do better than that, Cougars, Cougars Media. You know what I'm saying? Let me, don't, don't let me get in there. Don't let me get in there because y'all doing terrible. That was just a terrible question. Put him in a bad spot. But, you know, I'm going to go to my next break right here. You know, it's episode 21. I appreciate y'all listening again, man. When we come back, we're going to talk about what's religion, the Texans, and the Rockets, baby. You know. We're playing ball down here. You know, we might have a losing record. We're going to touch down on everything. Again, this is episode 21 of Space Out Sports with your host, J-Man, giving y'all Houston sports straight from the source. Brought to you by IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. Let's go, baby. college football and do you want to hear a college football show dedicated to all this college football including junior college and the triple ccaa and the njcaa the naia and the ncaa including division three division two division one double a in the fcs and division one single a in the fbs well then look no further join myself larry b and my colleagues, Mr. H-Town Blake, Blake Henley, and Mr. Christian Espinoza, each week during the college football season for the latest in college football on Three and Out College Edition, right here on IE Sports Radio, your directory for all that is sports. Welcome to AZ Sports Daily. I'm your host, Kiernan Daly, bringing the heat to Arizona sports. There's no discrimination here. We're going to talk about every sports team, professional and college. The show is all about you, the listener. I'm here to entertain you. Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? It's going to be fun, high energy. You may not agree with what I say. That's okay. Let me hear you. Let's talk about it. Join me every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, right here on AZ Sports Daily. That's AZ Sports, D-A-L-E-Y, and at IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. Hey, yo, what's up? It's your man, Bishop, the voice of This Is KC Sports. The show where we go over the Chiefs, the Royals, KC Current, Sporting KC, MU, and oh yeah, if we got time, we'll even throw in some of that KU stuff for my people on the 913 side. Come hang out with us every Sunday, 2 p.m. Central Standard Time on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. Yeah, y'all check out that KC. Yes, sir. I'm, bored, I'm sure that boy happy. But, you know, let's go Niners. <laughs> but let's go, baby. You know, I'm jumping in. Texas religion. 
Y'all know where we going again. I really appreciate y'all. If y'all new first time listeners, I thank y'all for tuning in. I can't be more grateful. And if y'all repeat listeners, like my boy Ivan and my other friend and everybody, I really appreciate y'all for sticking around and making Space Style Sports an actual show. Again, this is episode 21, brought to you by IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. Let's go, baby. Now we're talking religion. Religion, that Texan football, baby. Come on, I'm going to start off with the Pro Bowl, man. CJ Stroud, that skills challenge, that was a little cheap-ass win by Baker Mayfield, man. Come on, if y'all seen it, y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all seen it. First of all, if y'all watched the whole thing, there was only one quarterback who hit the 50-yard pass. It didn't go in, but it hit it. All the other ones, you just had to hit the target. But the 50-yard one, you had to make it in the bucket. There was only one quarterback to even hit it, and his name was C.J. Stroud of the Houston motherfucking Texans. He was the only one who hit it. He lost by one point because Baker Mayfield took that cheap win and did a check down by one point. He took his one point down there, and he went up 9-8. And Peyton Manning having the big cojones that Peyton Manning does, big Omaha, Omaha, told, <laughs> told C.J., go for that. Go for that 50, man. Go for that 50. And he did. And he hit it. It just didn't go into the bucket, man. It didn't go into the bucket. And to me, come on, just for him going it all over, man, that was beautiful. And for him to be the only quarterback to hit it, that goes to show you, man, we got something down here, man. Everything. Let's talk about how CJ Diggs had a great connection. Boy, you talking about my name. You speaking my language. Now you speaking my language. Shout out to Rush Hour. CJ, first of all, let me get let me get to the first pass first before I get to that because I got that written down, baby. I already know. Look, first of all, CJ rolling out and going to the opposite side to that pass to Jamar Chase was all over ESPN. That was a ridiculous play. It was ridiculous the way he got it down, man. The way he threw that out on his feet, on the run, and he still put it down for Jamar Chase to put it down, man. And, you know, CJ is that guy. Okay, I don't want to compare him to a guy that left a little here salty, but Harden, when Harden was here, everybody wanted to play for him. Westbrook came, Dwight Howard came, CP3 came, multiple, multiple players came. CJ is that guy. I think he's better. He's going to be better than Hart. I think he's better than Cena. I think he's a better human overall in general. That's why I think guys like Stefan Diggs and his nephew, who he posted on him on his Instagram, and I know now it's crazy, you know, right? We talk about sports and social media and shit, but Stefan Diggs, his nephew, posted with CJ, man. And all you keep reading and all you keep tweets, and again, these are rumors. And y'all know I don't like to report on rumors. I like to report on facts. Pro Bowl was more recruitment. You best, you know it. You know it. You know these pro bowlers that were there on a the bad team, Ivan. You know they were there. But like, bro, what you got planned for next year? Who's coming in? What you need? What you did? What you that? Man, Stephon Diggs was the main one that they said CJ and Stephon is couldn't get apart from each other. That's what you heard about Tankdale. And CJ said it today. I'm gonna talk about it a little bit, but let me get to, let me finish my point. 
But, you know, another thing, we see, we would see Mike Evans way more in the city than we have ever seen him. He's been at multiple Rockets games. He's been all over the city from Galveston, Texas. Bring Mike Evans home. Let's get some light skin on light skin win, baby. Man, I can love to hear CJ Stroud to Mike Evans. He's already 13. So imagine 7 1 3. That's the connection right there, man. You got him telling you, man. Yeah, tell your people to call my people convos for real. For real. Tell your agent to call my agent because we're going to make this happen, Captain. And you know, Mike Evans already tasted what winning is like. He played with Brady. He knows what winning is like. So he wants to be back in there, man. So he's been in the city. Stefan Diggs has been in the city. I can't wait. The Super Bowl is going to be good. Free agency is going to be crazy. The draft is also going to be crazy. Come on. I was just watching CJ on the pivot. Shout out to y'all. If y'all don't know pivot, you know, I don't hate on nobody. That's another podcast. This is a great podcast with Fred Taylor from the Jaguars. Fuck him. <coughs> nah, I remember, I remember Fred Taylor since I was a kid. He was a dog. He was a motherfucking dog for real. He was him. Him, Channing Crowder, and the very much respected Ryan Clark, R.C., you know, he was on the pivot with them, and just the way he talked, man, like, they, they said how they had him a year before, before the season started, how they were, they he walked out, and they were so impressed by him. They respected him so much, they were like, man, he's going to be him. They called it. They called it. They were like, man, little bro's going to be him. And all these guys were saying, none of, them te- none of them have no affiliation with the Texans. Fred Taylor could hate the Texans. He's a Jaguar for life. Uh, Ryan Clark is a Pittsburgh Steeler. He never cared about the Texans. And Channing Crowder was a Miami Dolphin. So he couldn't care any way he couldn't care. You know what I mean? But he had huge praise from those guys. And, you know, CJ talked about everything, man. You know, like, I, I like the part where, he, where <laughs> he, they called him Rain Man. Uh, uh, Channing Crowder like, what you Rain Man? Because he talked about that last football that last football run against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And he called every play out. And Channing Crowder was like, man, you Rain Man, how do you remember all that? He, but he told him, I love this. I love this that Channing Crowder said. Shout out to Channing Crowder and The Pivot. Another great podcast on ESPN. Great football. I mean, on ESPN. I'm sorry, on YouTube. If y'all check it out, man, it's dope. It's one of, the, one of my favorite football podcasts that I like to watch. There's a bunch of basketball. Me and boy, I have going back and forth about the basketball ones earlier because there's some ones that suck, but there's some ones, the football ones, man, I think I think the pivot is the best one amongst all of them. But they had huge, huge praise for him, and they talked about it, man. It's like, for CJ, man, it's, it's, it, it's, it's all about being, he keeps with his faith, he keeps with his football, and then the way he called out that Buccaneers thing, bro, you can tell he's special. He He's one of those special guys. He called every play, and Channing Crowder was like, man, what do you, what do you, Ray, man, how do you remember all this? And he was like, man, it's just quarterback memory. He goes, no, to you it is. But that is special. That is special. That's something that LeBron can do. So you can ask LeBron about Game 6, 2016, final against the Warriors. He will call that play out. You can ask Sean McVay with the Rams, Super Bowl winning coach. He can ask you a play from 2011. He will call that play out. That is special. Even though they don't think it that special. But for CJ to remember play by play that game winning drive, even though he played 17 games or 15 because he missed two. But it, he would have been an MVP talk if he didn't miss two. Let's just keep it real. But, you know, those big moments, he lives for it, man. He lives for it, man. And I hope he stays healthy because we got a lot more with him coming up. We got one, man. 
We got one, Houston. We got one, y'all. H-Town, we got one with him and Will Anderson. We got one for him, too. I can't wait for this big game to be over. It's going to be a good game, but I'm most looking forward to free agency more than anything, man. The future is bright, Houston. The future is bright. There is nothing happier in this city and how it goes down than when the Texans are winning football games. When the Astros it, when the Astros are winning games, I've told my I've told my friend I have this was in the chat. I've told you before, but I remember I tell you, a baseball playoff game cannot compare to a football game play, playoff game. And I still stick to that because how much it matters in the series over one game. But the fact that we had a football playoff game in Houston after the years that we have dealt with. And now we're looking to move forward, to repeat as UFC South champions. I'm going to say that again for y'all, to repeat as UFC South champions. These are our boys. Our boys are ready to play. They're ready to go. They're ready to do what has to happen. And, you know, to me, man, there's guys that I want to resign big time. I don't believe that Dalton Schultz should go anywhere. And I say this because from that same interview off the pivot that TJ Stroud was on, that that route against the Buccaneers, they talked about that with Tank Dell. He called Tank Dell his brother. He said he'll do anything for him. And, and, you know, they're best friends on and off the field. That he, CJ said that openly. He said he'll do anything for that man. And I believe him. And that was that was a great chemistry going on between them. And he said, Schultz, people that don't know this, Schultz had a lot to do with that. He said, y'all dudes talk about y'all routes on the offseason. And that route that he did against the Buccaneers, they talked about that. They said, if they take away my second option, third option, is do the slant. We're going to throw in there, and you'll be there. He said it was a no-look because he was trying to look to Schultz, and he threw it. He just already believed that Tank Dell will be there. And when you have that trust in those type of receivers, that's a match job to Andre Johnson. This is as close as we can get because we've never been any past that. But I believe that these dudes are going to be the best coming up in the league. I don't see anybody else beating us in any kind of way when it comes to a dual threat of of a quarterback to a wide receiver because if he can keep it up man if he can keep it up I can I, I can see these guys just being the top, at the top of the league cuz Tank Dell was on his way to being a pro bowler himself on his own so for him to be able to now have a full season and be healthy you know, and it's just, it's just, it's just gonna be good for us. I'm gonna go to my last break here. It'll be a very short break. I hope y'all stick around, please. Again, this is episode 21 of Space Style Sports with your host, Jay Man, giving y'all Houston sports straight from the source. Roger by Esports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. Let's go. Everybody, this is Taryn Rodriguez. Are you a fan of volleyball? Are you a fan of Thunder Spikes? Then I have the show for you. Set Point, where I cover NCAA men's and women's volleyball, high school boys and girls volleyball, beach volleyball, and even professional volleyball. Catch the action every week here on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. Yes, sir. 
Y'all make sure y'all check out that set point with my boy Tan. He knows everything and everything about volleyball, so y'all better go and check him out if y'all into it, man. Y'all check that boy. He knows what he's talking about. But let's go again. The last segment, when the last stretch of it, man, I can go hours with this, man, for real. I'm really, like, Houston itself is in a very good spot sports-wise, you know. We were down in the dumps with two of our teams. And, you know, with the Dynamo being always kind of average. And now, you know, they've kind of put their name back in there. You know, we're coming up, man. And the, it feels good to be a Houston sports fan, man. It's not just the Rockets. You know, is I mean the Astros. See, there goes the tips. There goes the tips. Space style sports. That's why I call it space style. But it wasn't just the Astros, man. You know, now it's the Rockets being there. We're in the tenth. I mean, we're looking out right now. Like we're twelfth spot. You know, we're in there. We're twenty three and twenty seven. It's ugly, 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 man. You know, uh, I can't say no other way else. I love my Rockets. I got them tattooed on my chest. Everybody knows what it is with me and my Rockets, you know. But I've called it from the beginning. It's going to be an up-and-down season. Let me just go through these these last one, two, three, four, five, six. Let's go through these last eight games, right? This is what you. This is the definition of up-and-down, y'all. If y'all don't know what up-and-down means, this is the definition of up-and-down. We're 23-27. Okay, we lost to the Trailblazers. Cool. Came back. Won against the Hornets. Cool. Came back. Lost against Brooklyn. All right. Should have won that game. We, we made our way back in that game. Al P should have hit those free throws. Still pisses me off. Whatever. Big win against Los Angeles. Cam Whitmore's coming out game. He played, bought out, did his thing. But then we go and we go shit the bed against Nola. And we lose to the Pelicans. Pelicans. And then we come back. And we get the win against the Hawks. So that right there is one, two, one. Loss, win, loss, win, loss, win. And then we come in here and we go against the Wolves, which is, you know, a championship contending team. We played with them for a little bit. Then they pulled away at the end. And, you know, we lost. The Pacers, they got a winning record. I feel like we let we let that game go. But one boy said, but was a tough, tough, close loss. Against, oh, man, tell me about it, brother. Oh, man, 75 points. In the first. I'm getting into it right now. Don't worry about it. I'm finna get into it right meow. But, yeah, so now two back, two back-to-back back losses in a row. When you go one-and-one, one, it's okay. But when you go back-to-back, back, now you now we can't let this this lead out of the 10th place just to get into the playoff. We can't let it get too far because I believe the Warriors are right there. Let me check it if I'm wrong. Let me check it if I'm wrong real quick. But, you know, losing, losing Fred didn't help at all. Yeah, this war. So, you know, we got to get there. But losing Fred Van Fleet, man, you know, with with the with the I don't left at adductor strain. I really don't know what that means, but <laughs> but you know, losing him, man, is and for him not having a timetable for no return, you can see it. You can see it in these players, man. They're just they're not consistent with them, man. Like our losing Fred was probably the most impactful thing. Right now for the Rockets, you know, from offense to defense, you know, it, 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 it sucks because we were leading. We were top five in defense, you know, uh, 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 to start the league. Same thing I could say about the Cougars, you know, I could go circle back around. But, you know, we were top five in defense and we just have we just haven't been there, man. And losing Fred doesn't help. Jalen Green, 
Five or ten games with Foles or Lovett. Yeah, I love it was no 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 timetable, but I hope so, man, because we need him back ASAP because he's a finisher, bro. We've seen him in Toronto know how to finish fucking games. He finished games. He has a ring on his finger for a reason. He played with Kawhi, so he knows how to play with good players. And and to me, he leads Jalen Green because I love Jalen Green. He had a, he had a thirty piece, you know what I mean, the other day, you know, and he had a thirty piece in that loss, you know, but. He starts sometimes, gets a little off the hinges, and, you know, he gets in the air not knowing where the ball is going to go. You know, we scored seven or eight points at half, but we were only up by seven. Like, you would expect that to be like an ass-whooping. You know what I mean? You expect that to be all the way done. You, you you expect that that game is over with already, you know. But I did see some good things that I like. I like a man Thompson. He's great defense, you know. His offensive game still got to pick up. He's not going to be there for a little while, you know. He's kind of a little... uh I don't know how to say, you know, like lanky still. He's still not all the way open with a shot, but shit, 13 boards and three blocks. I'll take that all day, you know, along with along with his little 14 points of what he put. He's still, he, he's still raw, but, you know, he got the talent that's going to be there. You know what I mean? And like I said, along with Jalen Green, Thomas first. And let me get, like, the whole bright side of thing, of everything that I'm going to start with is Cam Whitmore, bro. This was his worst game of his career so far, so far. You know, he went 21 minutes. He went 4 for 11 with 9 points. You know, which is not Cam Whitmore-like, which is something that is like, whoa. You know, but that dude right there, man, he's going to be something special. That was the steal of the draft. That's always going to be the steal of the draft. Because the the games before that, the games before that, let me start off from the top. He had 25 points in 21 minutes. 17 points in 20 minutes. 20 points in 18 minutes, 19 points in 29 minutes, 24 points in 20 minutes. Cam Whitmore is making himself a part of this Rockets franchise. He's going to be the face of it to me if you ask me here sooner or later. The dude is not playing. He's going and he needs development still. A very surprising guy coming off the bench. Yeah, Cam, are you talking about Cam or a man? I'm not sure. But, you know, seeing Cam... Going off like that, man. The Rock. We still have a lot, a lot of season to go. We haven't even hit the All Star break. You know, we need to get back to the top five defense that we were. Be more consistent. You know what I mean? They I mean they played hard against the Pacers. We did lose it at the end. We did, but they played hard all the way through. We just got to know. I mean, okay, yeah, I feel yeah. Menton's very raw offensive defensively though. I feel like he could be a dog, but to the end, you know. But it's not enough to get stops, man. We got to make our free throws. You know, and we gotta make our timely our timely shots and we gotta big stops. We gotta get big stops when they matter. Man. Yes sir, Cam will be the face of this franchise. Yes sir. Say it again, I Cam will be the face of this franchise. I truly believe that all the way. I trust him all the way through and through. I believe that's gonna be the seal of the draft. I believe I mean Thompson is gonna be good offensively in two or three years and maybe he could be trade baby, could be something, but I don't see I see Jalen Green out P Cam being the cornerstone of young guys that are going to be here for a very long time. They're going to be rocked back to the forefront. It hasn't been all-star break yet, so I'm not going to say that, you know, we didn't pack it in or anything like that. But, you know, this is something that we've been just been very looking forward to, and it's something that we're always going to keep going, man. He's 19 years old, and the kid has no fear. That's what I'm talking about. Say it again. It sounded like us when we were young. Haven't you heard what I'm saying? <laughs> 
But let's go, man. I really appreciate y'all, man. If if y'all stuck around, I really appreciate y'all. If y'all first-time listeners, I really appreciate y'all. If y'all just downloaded or whatever, every thought of it counts, man. But, you know, I really appreciate everybody for sticking around. This has been episode 21 of Spaced Out Sports with your host, J-Man, giving you all Houston sports straight from the source. Brought to you by IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. Let's go, baby.